So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, and always glad to have you along with you found our podcast through Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, through the IgniteDDS.com website, wherever you find us. We are there and always glad to be joined by a good friend of the podcast and just a, a good friend overall, and that is a dental pharmacology expert, Tom Viola. Tom, what's going on today, my friend? Kevin, how are you, my friend? It's always a pleasure to talk to you. You know that, buddy. One of these days when the stupid virus is finally gone, you and I will get together for an adult beverage. But until then, I'll just settle for these podcasts, which believe me, I enjoy. But uh, well, you know, and I I agree. And you know, I I know you've done a live talk now. I just finished a live talk. I mean, I feel like that light is at the end of the tunnel, man. I mean, it's a good thing for sure. Yes, sir. Looking forward to going back to normal. Looking forward to seeing everybody live again. Uh, miss miss everyone so much. I miss seeing all of you guys so much, uh, you know, being out there in the audience and, and being able to interact. It's it's a great feeling. It's it's really why I do what I do. And it's been a tough year. So looking forward to uh, getting back to some normalcy. Well, even though you haven't been out on the road, I know you have kept your, your eye to the sky, your finger on the pulse, your ear to the ground, whatever metaphor we want to use here. Uh, you know, to to make sure that the latest uh, news gets to the dental professionals out there. And I was really curious, you and I were talking before this, uh, you found something about ADHD and medication. And we know how big a thing that this is, uh, you know, in our society right now. ADHD seems like, uh, you know, it's it's just skyrocketed. So what are you hearing about the medication? And then let's talk about the dental tie-in with that. Yep. So recently, the FDA approved a new uh, ADHD medication, uh, an oral stimulant. Now, a lot of people know that uh, medications used for ADHD normally include stimulants. The, the, the broad concept here is that you, if you overstimulate the brain uh, in some areas of the brain, you actually can help sharpen focus and, and lengthen attention span. So kind of like the, uh, the, the, the syndrome that happens when you're uh, in a fight or flight situation, and you're hyper-focused on, on the, the one thing that you see or perceive as a threat. So similar to that, we use stimulant medications usually uh, regularly to treat ADHD. But uh, this new drug uh, that's available kind of builds on an old friend. A lot of us may remember uh, methylphenidate, which was the active ingredient in Ritalin and is the active ingredient in Concerta. Uh, but there's variations of methylphenidate, including dexmethylphenidate. But this new drug, uh, Asdaris, which is made by ChemPharm, actually is a combination of two different versions of methylphenidate. So it combines uh, an extended release version called Sir-Dexmethylphenidate, and at the same time uh, provides an immediate release dexmethylphenidate all in the same tablet. So following the absorption, you know, following you swallowing the tablet and it gets absorbed in the GI, the Sir-dexmethylphenidate, the extended release, is converted to dexmethylphenidate, and it's gradually released throughout the day. So it provides control of the symptoms, both rapidly and for an extended duration. Now, that's great because we never really had something like that. There's been this unmet need, uh, unmet need for a medication that has both an early onset and a long duration. We never really got to that sweet spot. And the fact that it's all in one capsule uh, makes this a game changer for uh, both children and young adults with ADHD because the drug is approved in, in patients age six years or older. And, and I think that's a key point is that this is for young children as well. And we know not every dental practice has pediatric patients, but 
This is obviously something, you know, with that pediatric health history, you and I always love to bang the health history drum. You know, it's important for those young patients just as much as it is the older ones. And that's exactly the right point here, Kevin. You know, we, we, we worry about ADHD meds that are either immediate release or extended release because of the obvious side effects we can expect from a medication that's a stimulant, you know, most notably in dentistry, xerostomia, right? But also uh, elevation of blood pressure and elevation of pulse. Now, again, I would imagine it goes without saying that if the patient has indicated that they take a medication like the ones we're describing, that you would know, okay, well, I should expect to see some elevation of blood pressure and pulse. But this new drug, this Astaris, it's A-Z-S-T-A-R-Y-S, is different because it really does both the immediate and the extended release. So therefore, the symptoms uh, are uh, ameliorated for a long period of time, but the potential adverse effects, including xerostomia and elevation of blood pressure and heart rate, are also now seen uh, for a longer period of time. So for example, a a person may take, uh, let's say, a drug like uh, Ritalin SR, uh, once a day in the morning uh, before school, let's say, if, that, if that's the thing that uh, challenges them the most as far as their attention. And so we expect that there'll be, you know, a rise in the blood level and then a fall in the blood level over time so that by the time, you know, late afternoon and evening rolls around, uh, the drug has, you know, somewhat worn off. But since this drug lasts longer because of its dual phase action, uh, this can lead to an increase in those symptoms or in those adverse effects that we talked about uh, for almost a whole day. And that's why it's important. There's no downtime all of a sudden in adverse effects. There's no time to recuperate as far as uh, uh, generation of saliva. There's no time to recuperate as far as uh, blood pressure and pulse and other vitals returning to normal. So as a result, we as dental professionals need to be aware so that when we're taking that medical history, when we're taking the vitals, and we are taking vitals, I hope, right, uh, that we're aware that this medication is on board and can have effects on not just our our assessment of the patient, but maybe also in the treatment planning. And and I love that you mentioned the the up and down that can sometimes happen with medication. And if this is something that's more of a longer lasting, Tom, I'm just going to ask a real dumb question here. It's something that this is just as important to know about if that patient has a nine o'clock appointment as it does a 3 p.m. appointment, especially on the pediatric side, knowing that we're working around school schedules or whatever that might be with Ritalin, et cetera. Couldn't have said it better. And, you know, the one thing that this drug uh, builds on, the concept this drug builds on, is the fact that uh, the the original formulation here, this serdexmethylphenidate, uh, uh, is a prodrug. And now not many of us remember this from pharmacology. I know I teach the course and half the time I can't remember anybody who actually after a year even remembers the concept of a prodrug. But prodrugs require transformation in the body to drugs. So in this case, the serdexmethylphenidate is a prodrug, which is slowly converted to the active drug dexmethylphenidate. The only reason I bring this up is because everyone changes or transforms the drug at a different rate. We'd like to think that it's consistent. We'd like to think that, you know, everybody takes that drug and converts it to the active drug exactly the same way, but there's always individual variations. So for example, that could mean that someone who takes this drug first thing in the morning may not get the full blown adverse effects until much later in the day when we're expecting them to be far less than they are. Great points. Absolutely. And I'm going to take this a little different slant here because you and I have, have talked a lot about health history, you know, but I, I think that one thing that was brought up whenever I was at the Seattle study club and, and I mentioned your name 
And a lady said, I've heard him talk. And she talked about the importance of documentation that she learned that from you. And so, you know, I think that so many people, they hear vital signs, they hear all these things and it kind of goes in and out. But the importance of documenting those to protect the practice, to protect the license, all this is so critical and is just as important, dare I say, as making sure that the, the PPE and everything else is in place for the practice. Couldn't have said it better, Kevin. We've talked about this a bunch of times. And if those of you who've heard me speak on this podcast before will probably just, you know, say, oh, yeah, we've heard that before. But for those of you that are new to the podcast, my advice has always been the same when you take a medical history for a patient. It's always three questions. And they don't involve the two words that uh, I, I very rarely say to a patient. I don't say the word drug. I don't say the word medication. I just simply say to a patient, what do you take? And I let them tell me everything that they take, you know, and that way I'll, I'll be well advised, you know, as far as what they take as far as prescription drugs, non-prescription drugs, uh, supplements, and, and even recreational drugs. And then the second question is, why do you take it? Because I am not always the expert in why patients take their medications. Sometimes they take them for off-label uses. Sometimes medications have more than one use. And then on top of that, the third question I ask is, did you take it today? Because I want to know that there's, if there's an additional information, uh, if the patient doesn't take the drug for whatever reason, can I then for, therefore account for a change in their vitals because of them either not taking their drug that day or for several days? So get into the habit of, of being more inquisitive in the medical histories to get all of the information. And when you run into a drug like this, like Astarsis, which many people may not even know what it is, right. you know, quick, check on your phone, right? Look it up real quick. And with a, a, just a working, you know, basic knowledge of pharmacology, you can probably fill in a lot of the blanks. And it's so good to know because there's always new medications coming out. And and thankfully, there are people like you that, that stay on top of this. But a dentist, a dental assistant, you know, everybody going through the day trying to remember what new drug came out, what it does, what they need to watch out for, you know, that's some added pressure. And that's where experts like you come into such uh, value, I think, every day for the dental practice. Well, thank you, my friend. And so, again, if you want to look this drug up, it says Starris. It's A-Z-S-T-A-R-Y-S. Go check it out online. It was recently approved by the FDA, which means you probably won't make it to the marketplace for the next couple of months. But, hey, the benefit of listening to a podcast like this is now you're way out in front of it and can be ready for it when it happens. Absolutely. And I'm going to ask you one more question, that, and I didn't prep you for this, uh, but it came up in Louisiana. I talked to one practice that was down there, and they said that they they strongly encourage their patients to bring in, every time they come in, an updated, like printed out or written medical history, what what they take. And they say not every patient does that, of course, but but it helps so much that these patients come prepared and, and at least know that if they don't come prepared, they're going to be asked for that. Is that something you're hearing more practices are doing or more should be doing? A lot. Kevin, that's a great question. A lot of practices that I hear about now who've taken my courses, who've come to me, you know, come to me after my course is over to ask me questions, say, we started doing this all online. You know, we have the patients fill out their medical history online in a questionnaire on their computer anytime before, you know, the actual appointment. So we have all the information in our computer ready to go. Uh, but then we can have a little more time to really research what medications they're on. And so, yeah, I, I've heard this. And I also heard that they ask patients to bring in a complete written medical history uh, from, from like their pharmacy or any other medical doctor 
So it, it, it cuts down on the time it takes to actually do the inquisition, as I like to call it, you know, and get all the information because you already have all the information. And I'll give you just one example of why that's important. It may not really pertain to dentistry, but a study that was published recently said that one in three patients with thyroid disease who take levothyroxine, Synthroid, which is a very popular drug, take other medications that interfere with the accuracy of thyroid testing. So can you imagine wow. one in three people take a medication that influences their levothyroxine and their thyroid testing and don't know it? And that's where all of us can make a difference in a patient's life. You know, maybe uh, you don't know all the different medications that interact with levothyroxine, but if you had that information in your hand in advance, you might be able to look it up and say, hey, wait a minute, have you talked to your doctor or pharmacist about this? So again, dentistry, dental hygienists, dentists, dental assistants, all there to save lives. Beautifully said, brother. Beautifully said. And and thankfully, you know, as I've said a minute ago, there are people like you who keep track, who keep up on the latest news, who can advise, you know, because patients don't know. Let's be honest. They, you know, more is better, as you and I have talked so often here. And, and we know that that's not always the case. Where, where can they go to find more information to, to uh, reach out to you and, and to uh, ask a question or hopefully learn a little bit more? I'd love to hear from everybody who listens to these podcasts. You know, I, I do a lot of podcasts, Kevin, but you're one of my one of my best friends in this industry. And I love doing this podcast with you because I get such great feedback from people who listen. Awesome. And so anytime you want to reach out to me, uh, find me on my website. You know, it's uh, TomViola.com. Uh, you can email me at Tom at TomViola.com. So original. And uh, you can find uh, lots of information on my website, not just uh, uh, the actual links to these uh, podcasts that we're doing now, but also articles I've written, uh, vlogs that I put together, blogs that I put together, and of course, uh, CE courses that you can take online uh, anytime on demand for credit, um, whether it's today or two hours before the midnight deadline on the last day possible. I don't care. It that doesn't happen. That doesn't never happen. happens. Come on. <laughs> By the deadline, that's all that matters as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> exactly. You know, whatever you decide, hey, it's all good, my friend. Hey, Tom, thanks as always for being a part of this. I mean, uh, your knowledge is just second to none, and I really appreciate you being willing to share that with our audience. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for everything you do to elevate the profession of uh, dentistry, to elevate uh, dental assisting, because uh, these are the unsung heroes of our profession. You know, we, it, it's, it takes a team. It takes a village to really deliver good dental care and you do your best i know to elevate the profession so thank you man. Well, it's all about that together we rise thing that we believe at ignite you know and it takes people like you working with people like me and being willing to do that so um and it takes people like you being willing to actually listen to this podcast and then not just sit there and go well i listened to it that was awesome no it takes you actually putting it into play in your practice with your patients it's part of your daily routine it's part of how you're going to do things better in your business in 2021 you know, we, we bring these experts to you, but then it's up to you to say, yeah, I need to fix that. I need to change that. I need to improve that. And so we're hoping to always give you great ideas and then throw it into your capable hands to make it work. So until the next time, make sure you subscribe to us. With, no matter where you get your podcasts, we are there. And we thank you for being a part of this edition of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. Together, we rise.